Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Frank Lopresti, and you're listening to Pam and Don. Hello, and welcome to the special edition of Christmas Movie Spotlight. I'm your host, Don Mack, and I'm here with... Hey, this is Zane Stevens, and you're listening to Pam and Dawn. Hello, and welcome to Christmas Movie Spotlight. I'm your host, Dawn Mack, and I'm here with my friend, wonderful colleague, and tremendous host, Pam. Hey, Pam, how are (laughs) you? I love that as the season goes on, I get more and more accolades. I know, really? And this time, you know, um, I think, what, a show or so ago, I was saying that I always do, like, the little jazz hands when I'm going, Pam. Yeah. I didn't do that today. I was, like, mindful going, don't do that, don't do that. <laughs> the, the listeners can't see it anyway, so I was yeah. told today. But you know what? It's okay if you do it, because the only one that's going to see it is your cat. <laughs> that's true, and my cat and is on my bed currently. <laughs> she's currently on my bed in a big blanket, bundled up, curled up, and sleeping as we speak. So she missed no. it altogether, and I'm not doing a replay. So <laughs> she's just out of luck. <laughs> yep. <laughs> She's oh like, my oh, gosh. I saw that show before, so no big deal. There you go. There you go. So how are you doing? Have you had a good week? Yeah, it's been a week, let me tell you. Uh, the weather outside is not as frightful as you'd think it would be at this time of the year, so I'm good with that. How about you? Well, our weather has been bordering on frightful only because this time of year we don't get 40 30s and 40s we usually are more like 50 to 60 range and so this has been a little bit of a a change I think I've I've been freezing all day today I can't get warm and I think it's just a mental thing because I know it's cold outside and um you know and something is not computing going hey it is you know we're on the cusp of winter here but North Carolina, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> so, so nonetheless, yeah. But yeah. Other than that, it's been a busy week, but it's been a good week. So, just glad to be here. And speaking of, we have got an interview tonight that we are so excited to bring to you. Um, we had an amazing time speaking with Mr. Zane Stevens. He is immensely talented. Oh my gosh, um, he was. You know, as you know, we do all of our interviews as pre-record. So we talked to him pretty early on in the season, and um, I'm telling you, what a blast he was. He he was so energetic and just 
he was just great um, and a wealth of knowledge, too, as you will soon find out in a few minutes. What did you think about him, Pam? Oh, yeah. I really don't have anything to add to that because I think <laughs> you covered all the bases and all the <laughs> adjectives and everything that goes along with it. Um, yeah, I love to- talking with him. I would love to have him back at another time, oh, you know, maybe next season or something, whatever mm-hmm. he's got going on. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> yeah, he was good. He was good. I enjoyed it. And Zane stars in the holiday movie, A Belgian Chocolate Christmas. Before I tell you where and when, I have to say that was one thing that made me crazy because after you, we interviewed him, it was like that's all that was on my mind was chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, you know, uh, Belgian chocolate and Christmas, how does it get any better than that, you know? Right. Um, I mean, to tell you, Belgian chocolate and Christmas. It, so I, I don't know about you, but I'm excited <laughs> to Absolutely. see this movie because I know it's going to be chocked full of chocolate. So if you're a chocolate you know lover, it. folks, you're in for a treat. Never you mind the Christmas it. part. That's like the bonus. The chocolate right. is the is the focal point, folks. So, you know. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Well, it premieres Sunday, December 11th on the streaming service Plex, and it's P-L-E-X. One of those ones that I just found out about, thankfully, because there's a lot of things on there that we can watch. Yes. We are so excited and honored to bring you our interview now with Zane Stevens. Enjoy the show. Hello, Zane. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We really appreciate you taking the time. We're so excited to speak with you today. Of course, ladies. It is my pleasure. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. I hope that your day is going well. Oh, it's, you know what? Uh, when you're a dad, every day is uh, every day is fun and things break. And uh, <laughs> I have two boys, so... Uh, something broke today, which is normal, and uh, someone <laughs> cried, which is normal, and yeah. uh, someone someone punched me, which is also normal. So, <laughs> so was uh, so was it dad that cried? <laughs> uh, yes, it was. No, no, no. No, well, no, when I got punched, yes, actually, I hit in the back of the head today. That was that oh, was, heads are supposed to be off limits, but today was the back of the head, and I was like, ah, oh, dude, what's the rule, man? No head, no faces, no heads. Well, I completely understand that. I have three boys and a girl, and um, my daughter, when she was home alone with me, it was like she wasn't even here. I I never knew she was here. Like, she could be playing so nice with her dolls all day long, never say a word. Okay, come on, Olivia, it's time to eat. You know, what do you want to do now? The boys, forget about it. Yeah. Forget about it. I don't know what it is. It's like... Everyone's like, hey, listen, boys are great. Boys are great. I'm like, they are great, uh, but uh, it's crazy, you know. Yeah. Uh, clothes get ripped off. Sometimes when I, my youngest just takes off his pants and walks around. And it's like things just, it's just, I'm like, what is going on in this house right now? That's hilarious. Oh, boy life, I guess. I don't know. It is right? boy life for sure. <laughs> Well, what was it like for Zane growing up? I mean, is that when you decided you wanted to be an actor, or did that come later in life? It came a little later. You know, I I grew up uh, wanting to be a baseball player, and I played a lot, and I I pretty much devoted my life to it. Um, You know, I was on travel teams growing up. I traveled all over the country. My parents were 
they were fortunate enough to, to, to do that, um, and I was fortunate enough to have parents that would let me do that. Um, I mean, it wasn't until I was about 18 when I was looking at colleges and I had received a few scholarships, and I was kind of thinking through, okay, my arm's sore. You know, I'm not a great hitter. There's a lot of work i got to do to get where I need to be to play professionally, and I just didn't know if I was wanted to put in the work. And uh, the only other thing I was interested in was movies. I was like, I just love watching movies. Uh, and so I talked to my coach my senior year. I said, hey, coach, I don't think I'm going to play. And he, uh, he wasn't happy. Uh, but I was like, hey, listen, I'm going to play this year, but I, I don't think I'm going to play post, post high school. And he said, well, what are you going to do? I was like, I don't know, man. Um, I, love, I love movies. So actually, there was like a small town in Atlanta. I just, I just <laughs> I Googled uh, uh, tryouts for acting, you know, because in, in the baseball world, it's in the sports world, it's tryouts and, you know, the acting world. Right. Anyway, I put tryouts, tryouts for acting. And uh, this little thing came up, uh, and it was The Wizard of Oz. And I was like, oh, cool. I love The Wizard of Oz. I'm going to go audition <laughs> or try out to be in The Wizard of Oz. Well, I went and uh, ended, up booking, ended up booking The Scarecrow and found out that it was a children's production, and it was traveling from daycare to daycare after school. Uh, and so it was like this. I had to rap if I only had a brain. I mean, it was like totally not what, uh-huh. you know, I'm sitting there watching like Tom Cruise action movies. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Uh, but I, I ended up doing it and I was like, wow, this is so much. I mean, just making kids laugh was just a joy. And it just, it, it made me really happy just to make people smile. And I was like, maybe, maybe I do want to be an actor. And then I started investigating what that really looked like. And I went to a big competition in Orlando right after I graduated. And um, I met the, you know, the, my, my reps there and I moved to LA right after that. And so I kind of moved to LA when I was, when I was 18 and, that is kind of when I started acting, and so it's it was a later in life thing for me. Well, you know what they say. I mean, uh, obviously, everyone has to start somewhere, right? And the mm-hmm. fact that you did that and loved it um, and wanted to continue pursuing acting, that is a real testament to the passion that you had for that. And uh, and the rest mm. they say is history, you know? Yeah. Um, no, no, it, you're, no you're, you're right. I mean, like, there was something – there's something that just – I don't know. Um, it's something that makes me really happy to, 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 to make people feel, to make, to make them move, to make them – to make them, uh, you know, I always say that my job as an, as an artist is to meet the needs of the audience. So uh, an audience, they come to the theater, they come to the screen to watch something, to be moved, to be, to feel something. If it's a Christmas movie, it's to feel love and, and hope mm-hmm. and family, you know. And, family, and so it's right. like whatever, whatever, whatever role I'm in, it's like my job is just to make them, to meet their needs, to make them feel what they need to feel. And I learned that when I first started and I was like, man, I, I never want to lose this. I want to do this for the rest of my life. Um, mm-hmm. So it just happened well, to be with uh, with kids. Well, <laughs> yeah. see, I know <laughs> that's right, and uh, you know, but uh, you set the stage for for what was to come, obviously. And and what has been the most rewarding part of your career thus far? Ooh, um, so it's a kind of that's a there's a couple answers I, I could give you um, in terms of personal achievement. Um, I was on a show called uh, The First Lady on Showtime, and it wasn't a big role, uh, but it was a really, uh, is a really heavy role, and I had never done anything like that as an actor. Um, and it, it's a scene where, um, to Eleanor Roosevelt, you know, Jillian Anderson plays Eleanor Roosevelt, and I play her father in the past, 
And so I'm talking to little Eleanor and, you know, we're at my wife's funeral and, uh, you know, I'm an alcoholic. I'm, I play Elliot Roosevelt and this character is an alcoholic and he has some mental illnesses. And he basically, as his daughter is, I think she was six, um, he basically has to say, I, I, I'm not fit to take care of you. You're going to live with your grandmother. Um, and it's just like, it was just re- like, and it just required a whole bunch of stuff that I didn't know I had in me. Um, and I, I think, uh, for me personally, being able to go there, I, you know, I used my own kids just in my own mental process. Like, what would it be like for me to say to Cash, which is my oldest or Noah, my youngest say, I'm not fit to be your father. That it just broke me. And so yeah. to be able to kind of step into that and, uh, to be able to execute it well and, and really be honest in the moment, that's a personal achievement of mine, um, that I will probably forever, uh, think about when someone says, Hey, what, you know, what, what's something that made you proud as an actor? Um, mm-hmm. just because it was the first one. I mean, I had never, mm-hmm. I had never been able to go to that, that, that depth before. Um, and, and so, yeah, so that's probably the easiest answer. Yeah. I, you know, I think that's why one of the reasons that I couldn't be an actor because dealing with all those different emotions and I watch people cry on TV and, and, probably 90% of the time those are real tears and you hear the Mm. stories of how they get those tears to flow and it's always something so sad and I just think oh I don't know if I could do that because I would probably carry that home with me (laughs) yeah no there's there's a you know some actors do that Uh, Mm -hmm. I I try I try and there's not you know I'm not saying one's better than the other but for me personally I try to leave work and then go home and be a dad because yeah. um, mm-hmm. it's, it's really hard. I mean, there's, you kind of get into like this for me, what I'm experiencing is you kind of get into like this identity issue where when you stay in some mental state for too long and you, you kind of disassociate yourself from your own life, you, you kind of begin to wonder who you are. Like you kind of have like this, this thing. So I, I, I try to, I try to, when I, when I go to set, um, that's when I put on my, my emotional cap or that's when I try to get into the moment. And then when I leave, when director says cut and, Zane, you're wrapped. I, I, I try to like shake it off and leave the wardrobe there and leave the emotions there and go home and be a dad. Uh, but it's not. It, you're, you're right. It's not. It's not easy. Um, and that's you know. But that's 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 how I try to do it. And sometimes my wife's like, "Go back to set. I don't want you." No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. She like, yeah, I'm just, she's awesome. She's a huge supporter of mine. Um, uh, but no, you're right. It can be it can be tough to shake that. Right, exactly. Well, at this point, not only have you been acting, but you've also written and produced and directed several projects. Do you see yourself writing and being behind the camera more? I I do love that process. You know, there's something um, there's something about steering the ship versus just being like a rudder um, that is is fascinating to me. Um, and what I mean, I mean, like as, as a direct, as a writer, director, producer, you're kind of, it's, it's your vision. Um, and it, it's your job to make sure that it's executed, uh, well. And as an actor, my job is just to kind of move the way people tell me to move for lack of a better term. Um, I mean, I still have a job to do and it's, it's gotta be honest and real and, um, but it's someone else's story that I'm stepping into. And it, that was what I fell in love with. Um, and that's what I foresee myself doing for the rest of my life if I, you know, if that's if that's possible. Um, but there is something special and something magical and something very challenging about stepping behind the camera and writing a story from scratch. Um, 
and and finding a way to make it come to life on screen so that so that the audience is moved. Um, so there is something that is very intriguing to that uh, about that with me and. You know, I have my, I have, I have a couple in production. Uh, we'll see, we'll, we'll see if, the, I mean, it's, we're in the fun, fundraising phase for a couple of them, and, and some are close to, to going. Um, you know, we just, I made, a, I made some pitch material of a horror film. Uh, I know it's not really the Christmas space, but uh, <laughs> um, I made a, a personal project, uh, and it did. I made pitch material, and uh, a producer signed on, and that's the investors are kind of looking at it and. It might go, um, but I made pitch material, and that ended up winning uh, an award at the Atlanta Horror Film Festival a few weeks ago, actually. So it's definitely, mm. it's definitely something that I, <clears throat> that I want to do. Um, seeing is my heartbeat, and uh, and that's that's what I fell in love with, and, and that's that's probably where I'll I'll stay. Um, but if I get the, a chance to to write, produce, and, and be behind the camera, I, I'll definitely take it for sure. Yeah, and I think the the wonderful thing about your career is that, you know, the sky's kind of the limit. You can do as much of it as you want, whether it be acting or mm-hmm. any of the other facets that kind of pull it all together for the sake of entertainment. Sure. Um, and that's a beautiful right. thing. Well, I'm going to shift gears a little bit because here's something sure. that viewers don't hear every day, and that's while filming Darkness in the Valley, you contracted Poison Ivy. and um, Yeah. So how in the world did you do that, and how did you finish filming with it, dealing with that? Yeah, that was that was a that was a hot mess. Um, <laughs> well, uh, so we were shooting in Massachusetts, out in uh, kind of central Massachusetts, where nothing exists but trees, and um, we were shooting in the woods, and it was like this 1600s piece. So we the, the anyway, um, so we were out in the woods shooting, and and somehow. Uh, I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I think I was, I don't even know, I don't even know how, I don't even know how I contracted it. I don't, I don't know which sequence it was, but, um, on the second to last day of shooting, I'm like incredibly itchy and I'm like, what is going on? And then when I undressed that day, uh, of the, with my wardrobe, it was literally, (laughs) I'm not, (laughs) I'm not kidding. It was, it was so uncomfortable. It was literally from like my waist down to my ankles. Everywhere. Oh my gosh. On both oh. legs. And, uh, I mean, I was like, uh, it was, yeah, it was really rough. Um, I, I didn't, I, uh, <laughs> without going into too many, too many details, uh, I, I didn't want to stay clothed. It was just very uncomfortable to be clothed. And it was very, it was, it was, everything was, it was hot. It was summer. It was, it was, I think it was August. Um, so I was constantly sweating and mm. that made it worse. Uh, yeah. And that, so that was really, it just made it really uncomfortable. Um, and it lasted a long, long time. And I was like, why is it still here? I, I mean, I think I, what's that, uh, calamine lotion? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, I like doused my legs and everywhere around that area in calamine lotion. It felt like for weeks and it was just like, I like used my hand to like air dry it. I kind of like, just, <laughs> I just needed like, oh, it was, it was the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and um, sometimes really. when it gets so bad, I mean, the doctors will prescribe like prednisone or something to try and clear it up and get it under yeah. control really quickly, depending yeah, on how yeah, severe I, it I, is. I, I, yes, I wish I would have gone, but I was in Massachusetts, and I yeah. was like, I just got to finish this. I got to finish this. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then I went from there to a family vacation, and so it was like it wasn't like I just uh, I didn't go home. Uh, and I so sh- it was one of those cases where I definitely should have gone to the doctor and gotten something to help, like some kind of steroid or something, but it mm-hmm. or prednisone. But it, it was uh, I just suffered. <laughs> oh, I wow! Just suffered. 
Well, how yeah. unbelievable. I mean, I, anything can happen when you're filming somewhere, I would imagine, especially when it's not someplace that you're familiar with. Uh, sure. So, you know, I, yeah, I'm no, hoping it, that, it, you <laughs> that it doesn't you don't happen know. again. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I'm going to – wood scenes, when it, when it says ext.woods, uh, mm-hmm. I have learned to ask the really important questions. Um, <laughs> yes. uh, and I've shot several of them recently, and I have been over-prepared. Uh, you know, ankles wrapped so nothing gets in, in, in the bottom of the, of the clothes and make sure – I mean, dude, I just make sure that I am, like, locked up. Nothing can touch my, my skin. Um, right. So, yeah, so that's that, – I, I learned my lesson early on, and now I, I make the adjustments. Um, yeah. I, ask, I ask an AD to, for help. Hey, can we get some like extra bug spray? Ticks are terrible. Can we, you know, anything that anything mm-hmm. that's uh, absolutely. Might be possible, so. Wow. Well, I yeah. I hope that in rebuilding the Christmas stream, uh, that was mm. smooth sailing because we loved yeah. that movie. Uh, I mean, your character, Josh, he was just, oh, my gosh, he was just wonderful. And he helped Ashley with fixing her house that her grandmother left her. We saw you baking and skating. How much of Zane was in that character of Josh? So, I mean, Christmas movies that I I do, that I've done, you guys are going to see probably more of me uh, than not. Um, You know, it's... it's, uh, that that film was great. I actually talked to the DP and the director today uh, about something, and we're we're so close, we still keep in touch, and they're they're really good people. And I had a really great experience uh, on on that set. Um, but Josh is uh, Josh Josh is is just me, you know. As he's I, listen, other than the fact that like a, a handyman, I'm not a hand. Zane is not a handyman. Um, yeah. <laughs> Zane has to like. No. Yeah, I, I unashamedly, I will admit, okay, uh, Zane is not a handyman. Uh, I, I know what a hammer is, uh, but that's about it. Um, <laughs> and so, actually, my, my dad's a builder. Uh, so, like, some of, like, you know, one of the lines was something like, I think your fascia is broken or I don't know, whatever the line was. And I was like, Dad, what the heck is a fascia? You know? So, I, <laughs> so there's, like, these things, right? I call my dad. like, hey, what is this? Like, why do you care what that is? I was like, I don't know. It's in a movie, man. I just got to, like, I just know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> Um, so yeah, so the uh, that that part was definitely not Zane. That part was totally. I, I gotta act. I gotta act like I know what I'm talking about. Um, but just the kind of the gentleness. I mean, I, I'm I'm pretty I'm a pretty soft dude, and I just like to smile and laugh and have a good time. Unless I'm unless my kids are you know having 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 a good time with me. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's probably me more than not. Just laid back, likes to likes to have a good time. Um, nice and easy, easy going. So yeah. Well, going from one Christmas movie to another, Pam and I, mm-hmm. we are so excited to see you starring in a Belgian chocolate Christmas um, coming soon. And, and what can you share about that movie without giving too much away? Well, uh, if you love chocolate and you love Christmas, then it is going to be the movie for you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, we, we, we actually went to Belgium to shoot um, – a lot of the exteriors, so you will be able to see. We shot in Brussels, so oh, uh, wow. a lot of the exteriors will be. So they're very beautiful. Uh, it, the you know the architecture is ornate, and it's just you know you're walking on the streets and you see like buildings that say 1638 and 1542. It's like wow, that's actually when these were when these were built, and it's just very different than America. Um, so so from an aesthetic perspective, you're going to get to see some really beautiful things from Brussels, uh, but from a, a heart level. 
Um, it's uh, it's a, my character uh, is he's a he's a chocolatier and he runs a chocolate school, and people kind of pay him to come and and have them learn how to make chocolate. And it's a legacy story for me. So the idea is um, my character, Matthias, he, his grandfather passes away. And his grandfather kind of always entrusted him to be the person to take over the, the, the school. It's called the Col de Chocolat de Bruxelles, which just means, the, you know, the chocolate school of Brussels. I do speak some French in it. Um, not a lot, but I do, I do have to speak oh. a little bit. So I had to learn, I had to learn some French. Um, <clears throat> Uh, and so it's it's this story where his the school is is dying and he feels this burden this responsibility to to save his grandfather's legacy and he doesn't know what to do. And uh, this wonderful woman, uh, played by Jacqueline Hall, um, she comes and kind of changes uh, his life a little bit and and brings innovation and um, uh, and then love. And he, he begins to see things differently, and, and uh, his school is, uh, has some happy endings, and Matthias and Kate have, uh, have a happy ending as well. <laughs> so that's, there's, um, without giving too much away, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, it's, it, we're going to be watching this movie, Craving Chocolate, the whole time, so at least Don oh, yeah. and I <laughs> will be prepared. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, hey, listen. Yeah, listen, I'm not even kidding. Uh, so we, one of the things that I got to do when I was there was actually go to a, like a, a famous chocolatier's class. And so I got to sit in and, uh, and, and learn how to make this Belgian chocolate from, from this famous chocolatier in Brussels. Uh, and so I, I got to, I got to experience what it's like to actually be on that end. It, it's super, I mean, like it's, it's chocolate and it's a lot of chocolate and it's, it's a very good chocolate. And uh, I, I think, I, I think everyone's going to really like it. Um, I haven't seen a cut yet. You know, it's a, we, we only, we only wrapped about a month ago. Um, so I haven't seen a cut yet, but based off like looking at the, the dailies, um, I think, I think people are going to really enjoy it. Awesome. I think so too. I can't wait to see it. Now, um, in most Christmas movies, there are carolers and builders mm-hmm. and executives and all of the you know mm-hmm. different uh, jobs that they have. Will we see you be singing anytime soon? <laughs> uh, we, there is a singing scene, actually. There is a singing scene. Um, and I was like, that listen, I was sweating bullets uh, when that, I was like, are we shooting this scene today? Are we shooting this scene today? I kept asking, are we shooting this scene? Um, and so, yeah, it's a, we're, it's a Christmas tree. We're decorating Christmas tree, uh, which happens in all these movies. And uh, and then we bust out in, in song. And it's one of those things where um, Jacqueline's character is like, hey, I did this. You need to do this. I won't. I won't laugh at you. So like, it's, it's supposed to be like he's not a great singer, but he kind of like then like like lets it out and starts belting when he's singing. Anyway, so we'll see. We'll see what the final edit looks like. But yes, there is. You will get to hear my pipes at least for a moment, um, oh or lack thereof. So. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Oh my goodness! And yeah, I mean. Go ahead. The best thing was that we got to do, we got to shoot like on top of this massive Ferris wheel. I mean, it's huge. Um, I mean, we literally, like, you know, the DP and the, and, and and one of the staff guys, we got into this little little, wow, what is a cart or uh, whatever it is in a Ferris wheel, and 
we literally just shot this scene going around and around and around the service. It was huge. And I had never done anything like that before. Um, it, was li- it was late, 10, 11 o'clock at night. Um, you could see all of Brussels. It, I mean, it's beautiful. But that was, that was a really cool and very cold and very high experience. Uh, but it, that was, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was funny. We, we were kind of nervous. But you kind of forget uh, when you're that high. You're like that feeling of like, oh, my, like the, 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 it's moving. Like we're swaying and we're mm. really high. Oh, wait, I dialogue. Mm. Wait, what's my line? What's my line? <laughs> because, yeah. You, know, you, you kind of like <laughs> begin to feel like, oh, what if I fall? What, 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 what happens yes. if you crash? What happens if you right. crash? And you have dialogue. Yeah, I have I, I, I have a hard time being on a Ferris wheel, especially when yeah. you, like, go to your state fair or something and you, they stop it to let people on at the bottom, and you're, oh, like, yeah. at the very top. And I can't yeah. look forward. Somehow the whole thought I'm going to fall any second. So if I look behind, sure. it somehow it doesn't affect me the same way. But, wow, mm. I haven't been on a Ferris yeah. wheel in a very long time. But, yeah, that's kind of – it can be a little bit frightening. <laughs> I had not either, and when, you know, I didn't think anything of it until we actually got to the Ferris wheel, and I looked up, and I was like, "Holy moly, that is that is that that's is off hot. the ground." And we have dialogue to do. Are you sure? Can we like not do dialogue? Can we just cut the dialogue? Because um, I don't know if right. I'm gonna I don't know if I'm do dialogue. That's uh, right. That's no, right. It, it'll be. I, I would think it would be a very pretty shot as well. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and see, we kind of know the backstory, Pam and I, which the typical viewing audience won't know, but we will. So yeah. <laughs> it'll, yeah. it'll make you it very special for like, sure. Yeah, when you watch, you're like, wait, Zane looks a little nervous right there. You'll know because we got really high, and I was like, very high. Although the shot won't won't culminate that, it won't capture that, but it'll. We will know. Yeah, so. you will know. You That's will know. right. Yeah. Well, before we wrap up, we always like to play a little five-question lightning round that is all Christmas-themed. Oh. Um, there are no okay. wrong answers, by the way, but okay. uh, just yep. fun things about Christmas. So the first one is, what is your favorite Christmas tradition? <sighs> favorite Christmas tradition. All right, so I'm going to say one. It's not my favorite. It is just the Christmas tradition that my family always does, um, and it is every uh, Christmas Eve, we all do the 12 days of Christmas. And it's every single member of the family picks a day. And it is literally like a song and dance and like charade of no. <laughs> uh, the 12 days of Christmas. And there have been some, you know, absolutely hilarious years where like, you know, my dad was six geese to lay in and my brother-in-law was seven swans to swim in. And so my brother-in-law's on the ground swimming and like my dad like lays oh Squats down. Uh, so there have been some outrageously funny moments. Um, uh, and now that my now that my kids are older or older old enough to kind of do it, they they love it too. Um, I had years where I was like, "Can we not do this?" Yeah. Um, but now I it was I, those my kids are years. Little, yeah, those te- even like in my twenties, I'm like, "Do we come on?" Like I'm a little too, I'm a little too old. <laughs> Yeah, but you know those yeah, are those are the things those are the things that Christmas memories are made of with family mm-hmm, and yeah. you know and just doing those special zany things you know and then you look yeah. back on it and go those were good times. Um, Listen, the, your, the memory of my dad squatting on my brother-in-law's head is forever embedded uh, in my head. Oh, it is. It will forever be there. <laughs> For sure. So, what is your favorite Christmas song? Ooh. Um, how about 
Oh, gosh. Um, anything Frank Sinatra has done? I mean, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, man, favorite Christmas song. It's the most wonderful time of the year. That's a great choice. And there are no wrong yeah. answers, by the way. All right. right. Um, favorite Christmas movie? Mm. Uh, Christmas Vacation. Hot toddy or hot chocolate? Hot chocolate. And white lights or colored lights? <laughs> well, that's a point of dissension in my family. Um, yeah. <laughs> colored lights. Colored lights. I love... I love colored. My wife loves white. So the deal that we have is the inside of the house can be colored. The outside has to be white. Ah, well, that's a good compromise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I I think that people, most people do it that way. You don't really Mm -hmm. see a ton of colored lights outside, at least not in my neighborhood. It's more of the white lights. And then when you're walking past somebody's house, if their curtains are open, you'll see the colored lights on the tree. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I would be as tacky. I could. I could be so tacky, and I could do everything in blues and greens, <laughs> multicolored. I mean, I totally would. I think it's awesome. Um, uh, but my wife is like, uh, no, then. Oh and she's the boss, so I say, sure. So. She's like, she's probably telling you, pitch that in some future Christmas movie down the road, but not right. here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She's like, sure, if you want to go get paid to do that yeah, in your own movie, right. go for it. But in my house, it will not happen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and oh, happy so wife, happy wife, happy life. So there. Yeah. A hundred percent. Well, Zane, as you can tell, we absolutely love speaking with you today. You are so funny. You're so sweet. We just adore you, and we look forward to your movie projects. We welcome you back anytime, and we also oh, wish you, you and your family a happy and blessed holiday. Thank you. You guys as well. Thank you for having me. It's been great. Really appreciate it. Sure. Thank You're you. very welcome. Take care. All right. Bye, ladies. <laughs> bye bye. Hey, guys. Don't leave us yet. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Christmas Movies. That's X M A S M U V I E S. And also like our Facebook page at Christmas Movie Spotlight. Don't forget, that's spelled M-U-V-I-E-S. And follow us on Instagram at Christmas Movie Spotlight. And don't forget to check out our website, ChristmasMovieSpotlight.com. That's movies with M-U-V-I-E-S, ChristmasMovieSpotlight.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.